I do. And I don't. Sunday fun day? I don't think so. More like Monday fun day. That's right. This is the new Monday fun day podcast featuring Joel and Kat. We're giving you guys, yeah, that's right, sexy sex advice and not so sexy marriage advice. Mm, Commitment sucks. And guess what? We're also going to be talking to you about relationships in general and also the biggest one of all, parenting. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We're here to answer your coolest questions that we're getting from the internet anonymously. Have I heard them? No way. That'd be dumb. But Kat's heard them, and she's bringing them to me. And I'm never going to know who answered, asked those questions, but I'm going to give you great advice. That's right. It's I Do and I Don't Podcast, the new improved. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the uh, was, response that I was looking for, Kat. I was looking for a lot more energy. Well, I don't know how to match that, actually. That was astounding. Well, you have to be like, That's right, guys. It's me, Kat Skinner, and I love giving marriage advice, and I officiate weddings. Officiate <laughs> weddings. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've been married. And guess what? I'm going to answer all your questions. Thanks for having me on the show, Joel. I don't know why you thank me for having me on the show. Thanks for letting me be your guest for every single for episode. every single episode. Uh, I'm sexy. Now, here's... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Joel. No, I'm saying you're saying that about you. Oh. I'm not saying that about oh. me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but I'm not saying... I can't... like, And I'll be like... That's right. We are sexy hosts. Sexy hosts. Well, actually, I should have said, here's my sexy co-host, Kat. Hi, nation. We're here to help. How's that? That's good. It's a sexy voice, but it just doesn't have the energy I want. Well, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. You wonder why we're not madly and wildly successful. Because you don't give a bleep. That's right. We'll be swearing on the podcast. Well, we already were swearing, but... I don't think we've sworn in this one yet. Have well, we? we just started this episode, so <laughs> <laughs> you mean this string of episodes we've recorded? Uh... <laughs> no, this particular one. No, we haven't because we've been doing the. There's exactly thirty it's seconds. Two minutes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're two minutes in. We haven't even sworn yet. Yeah, let's, that's a let's record. Let's throw down a challenge for us to, to not try swear not this to episode. Swear in this that's episode. easy for me. I didn't want to swear in this show the whole time. Okay. You're the one that brought swearing in, and then all of a sudden that opened the floodgates Mm -hmm. for me, and I was just like, oh, all bets are off. I guess I'll start saying, you know, different swears that I won't say now because I'm not allowed to anymore because we have the challenge going on. Okay. Let's let's do this. Um, Did I mention everything? Oh, yeah. Do you need to send us questions because your life sucks? Send them to I do and I don't show at gmail.com or on Facebook and Instagram at I do and I don't show. <laughs> we'll answer your questions and try not to laugh. Uh, I won't laugh. I hate this guy. <laughs> like Why? A, he's the coolest person we've ever had terrible. on the podcast. He's like a monster truck rally. That's right. Oh. Yes. Do you want us to crush your problems in your relationship? We will. Just send him to I do and I don't. Send him back to Welland, please. We're also on Quora. This is a new a new thing. Kayuga. Yeah, that guy can go back to Kayuga. Thanks. I like Kayuga. I don't have anything against Welland or Kayuga. No, no. Just being all right, guys. Enjoy the show. He just took off on his motorcycle. He's off. Goodbye. Good job. Good job. Pretty condescending there, Kat. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to replace it. And you're my owning swearing. it. I appreciate that. I'm inf- I've offended, <laughs> I'm insulted, but I appreciate it. I respect it all the same. Weird. I'm going to replace all of my swears with condensation. 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 <laughs> It's warm inside and cold outside. We're being (laughs) condensating. (laughs) Oh, no. And then I lost it. All right. So what's the first question? Okay. Are you ready? I was born. (laughs) Of course you were. I was born. That's all. (laughs) Didn't even get the word ready out. I was born. (laughs) (laughs) My mother-in-law... And I have not had the greatest relationship. I find her cold and critical, and her ultra-conservative personality is the complete opposite of mine. Mm. I'm currently seven months pregnant with our first child. Yes, she did pay for part of the house. (laughs) This is a different (laughs) mother-in-law. She has declared that she wants to be in the room when I deliver, and obviously I'm not into this idea at all. My husband doesn't think this should be my sole decision, and this is creating tremendous conflict. Please help. I don't want my mother-in-law to see my gaping pussy. Is pussy a swear? I think it is. Can we edit that? Like, I didn't know. I didn't know the parameters. You didn't give me a list like of the bad words. like my seven-year-old. I didn't know that was a swear. <laughs> I didn't know that was a bad word. Why did you slap me? Of course, oh, we don't believe in capital never. punishment. I would yeah, never. You would never do that. No. Um, okay, so I retract that word. Yes, I don't want my mother to see my gaping vagina. Is that not my sole decision? But she could stand at the head, not the not the crowning head, but the one that is on the yes, woman. Yes, she could stand beside her. I'm so sorry, though. Like I, I do think this is 100 percent the decision of the person who is giving birth to the child. Yeah, I I, I would 100 percent agree with you, Kat. She can. We we had a compromise on this because there is actually usually in most hospitals a limit to the number of people you can have attending a birth. Um, and we'd already capped our three. So all of the mother-in-laws were there when my son was born, but they stayed in the waiting room. Mm. So they all wanted to be at the hospital. Oh, yeah. I mean, be in the room. is it wrong to say don't even be at the hospital? No, of course not. If you don't want them there, you tell don't, them. No. She, so this isn't even just in the room. This is at the hospital. Oh, I think that this is her birth experience and she gets to make the call. Can I uh, sort of derail this just or, or move it to a slight... <laughs> like, if you're getting married, is it exclusively the couple getting married that can decide who's going to the wedding or do the parents get to decide as well? Well, I think a lot of couples are generous in allowing their parents to invite some guests too, but generally that's because the parents have chipped in to pay for the wedding. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that... Um, so if they're not paying, you can definitely be like, I don't really want those people there. They're They're not main characters in my life. I don't want... These randoms. No, if, if it's your wedding, you should also have autonomy over who gets to come and who doesn't. Yep, that's what I believe as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm with you. I, I think that like this is, as far as I know, and again, I'm speaking from someone who's never had anyone in their, like, I mean, I've my sister's given birth and stuff like that, but like, it sounds like a harrowing experience. It's crazy. Like, yeah. it's so intense. It sounds insane. And so why on earth would anyone else be able to decide? Like, if this is this person is going to add any kind of stress in yeah, that and situation, and how dare you want them to be there? Honestly, yeah. And I feel like this guy's probably very much under his mother's control to even suggest that she ha- has some kind of 
presence required in that space. And, and, and I'm guessing this is side. their this must, this is their first kid, right? She said that. Yeah, yeah. she did. Um, yeah, this guy's clearly never seen anyone give birth before either. Because like, you'll be fine, babe. Maybe he wants his mom there because he'll be terrified. Like <laughs> he needs the support of <laughs> yeah. mommy. He needs. His well, my mom's mommy. been here for all the things. My uh, first job interview, <laughs> oh, my driving test. Mom was in the back. You're doing a great job, John. 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 Um, Georgie. Avoid. Uh, you know, and we've said this, but well, you've said it, and I agreed with it, which is like you're the. This is the 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 mom the wife uh, writing. Yeah. But like tell your husband, you know, sh- you're the main character and like you're the, the that's the family now. Yeah. Mom is old family. She's not current family. Your allegiance should be with new family. Yeah, 100%. But but beyond that, it's just like no, you should decide who's going to be there for this <laughs> devastating time. <laughs> Beautifully devastating time in your life. Harrowing, I think, was the right word. Did you I use just, that like, word? It, it is a harrowing experience. But like, can you be like, oh man, this is this was a devastating but wonderful experience. Like, I guess that word devastating, devastating is a hard word. No. But and you know what? For some people, I've known a couple of women who it has not been harrowing for at all. They were able to like really calmly focus and deliver without a lot mm-hmm. of extremity happening. But it's not the case for everyone. And honestly, the key to any kind of successful birth experience is to be able to keep that delicate hormonal balance happening free of stress. Yeah. If this woman gives you any kind of stress, then she shouldn't be there. Hell to the no. And your husband not husband has no say in who gets to be in the room. She wants to be in the room. Now, is there a compromise? Like, this is just a little, maybe a bit of an overthink, but like if you... It's difficult that she's the one asking us this question. Because I wish he was asking us this question mm-hmm. so that we could talk to him. Because, like, is she going to feel... I guess the way to word this is you you have to be able to... You have to say no and know that you are fine saying no. And if they want to have an emotional response to that, don't let that add to any stress that you're going to feel in yeah. that moment. Because you're not wrong. They're wrong to try to impose that on you. And your husband should recognize that and and be completely like, okay, all right, that's perfectly fine. Don't think about it again. Because <laughs> if you're in that room, you know, if that pops in, I hope, you know, maybe it can't. I don't know. Like, would you be so involved in what's going on you wouldn't even consider the mother-in-law story? I really hope not. Like, I hope you can be focused on this beautiful experience you're mm-hmm. about to embark on. Yeah. So hopefully that that doesn't come up. But I would say like her not being there out of sight is out of mind hopefully and then that goes yeah. that goes away. But yeah, for sure like how can anyone be like no no, I have the This is back to the whole right of who has well, who's right over women's bodies mm-hmm. question sort of thing, you know. Yep. Like crazy. <laughs> I'm not elaborating. <laughs> yeah, there's no argument to be made, really. Like, she's carrying this child. She's delivering this child. She gets to decide who's in that sacred space when that child comes into the world. Yeah. yeah. And if she wants to be in a pool, damn it. Fuck. <laughs> Is, I don't think damn it was a swear, but fuck definitely was. Was it? Damn it wasn't? No. The only reason I said fuck was because I said damn it. <laughs> well, there you go. 
Uh, I wish we'd made a bet because I could have had something here. Oh, man. Oh, well. Well, damn it is definitely a swear. I'll just have my self-congratulations instead. <laughs> you win again. You always <laughs> do. Um, but, yeah, so if she uh, wants to have a, a birth in a pool, that's her choice, too. They're all her choices. I mean, unless it's an unhealthy, unsafe choice. Yeah. That, you know, in that case, yeah. yeah. That's interesting that that came up because um, with my child, I had originally wanted to birth at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my partners were like, no, no, it has to be in a hospital. Hmm. We can try to recreate a home birth setting, but we have to do it in a hospital. Really? And they were very sound in presenting their reasoning behind it. And I myself was a very crisis birth, like had a really extreme birth story. So it made sense to me. And I thought it was important that they have some say in how safety is managed. Yeah, so I can see where that can be the case. Yeah, when it comes to safety and, real, and the safety of the child. Real issues that could arise. And one partner is like really comfortable with a home birth and the other is absolutely not comfortable and they can't reach a compromise. And I think, you know, that there has to be concessions made for that. Hmm. I know plenty of people who've home birthed and it's been completely fine. So... You know, you just have to weigh your options carefully. But when it comes to things like who's going to be in the room, nah. Yeah. Nah, Go that's away. not important stuff. Go away, people that cause me stress. Yeah, exactly. Okay, question number two. Dear Kat and Joel, I've listened to enough episodes to know that though you aren't exactly experts, you do have some pretty <laughs> insightful things to say about marriage. I'm curious then how each of you would describe your own ideal marriage. Ooh, Though we're not exactly experts. We're not exactly experts. We're also not exactly frauds. Um, that's, that's what I hear in that. We're not exactly uh, snake, Charlatans. snake salesmen, snake oil salesmen. <laughs> salesmen. Um, salespeople. See Sales what I did there? Yeah. yeah, I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Respect. Yeah. Uh, peace. <laughs> um, I think it'd be fun to describe what we believe each other's perfect marriage would be. <laughs> oh god. First and then we can like correct those um assumptions. Assumptions. All right, good. Who's going first? Okay. Uh you, would you like me to go first? I really need you to actually. Okay. So, Cat's <laughs> Perfect Marriage by Joel Van Vliet. Cat's <laughs> Perfect Marriage is with a beautiful man who um, is very, very open to her <laughs> various ideas. <laughs> um, this man, and, and we're talking about like, oh yeah, sure, I'll try that essential oil. Um, oh, 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 you think it's a good idea to burn incense in the house? Oh, yeah, no, I've, that's that smells really nice. Smudging, I don't know if that stuff s- smells that good. Oh, it's not about smelling good. Okay, it's just about cleansing with smoke. Okay, well, that sounds nice. Okay, I'm open to that. It's that type of openness. And then <laughs> then this guy, um, he doesn't live in your part of the house. We've established <laughs> that. You guys have a duplex, and he lives in his own space, which sometimes you go visit, conjugally, and sometimes he comes and visits you to make dinner. Can you believe that? So he, that's so... <laughs> It's interesting. Now, once in a while, you'll go to his place to make him dinner. That's a special event. But typically, you guys have dinner and do a lot of the, like, living, um, what's the word, playing house in your space. 
And it's just crazy the amount of, you know, and it feels equal, but it's crazy the amount of like shared chores and housework and, and meal preparation he does in your house when he still has his own house. That's just bizarre. He lives alone, but with you. And it's like you almost feel his existence as presently in your space, but then he also disappears whenever you need him to. It's just, <laughs> it's just heaven. And, uh, you know, some nights, this is the great thing about this man, intuitive as AF. Because he will... Um, sleep over when you need him to make you feel safe and warm and cuddled and spooned. And then some nights he just goes, I think I'm going to sleep in my own place tonight. And that's the very night you needed him to sleep in his own place. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? You didn't even have to mention it. But when you do mention things, boy, is he ever receptive. There's not really a lot of arguments and (laughs) he's able to, you know, take sometimes your mm, aggression and intense, Sort of like, no, as, okay, this is just a moment she needs. <laughs> she just, she'll, she, in a, like a few hours, she's <laughs> going to step back from this and go, oh, wait, hold on. And maybe I was a little bit hasty here and sort of m- something from my past or, you know, the not letting go of the ego thing that we discussed kind of got the better of me. I'm sorry, sweetie. I love you. Let's have some Neapolitan ice cream. <laughs> and Oh, I already has I have already scooped it into bowls. You're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, um, I will say that sexually, you guys are very active. A lot of stuff's going on there. And the great thing about this guy is that, like, sometimes the sex is just like intimate and like really intense. But like there's, you're doing missionary. Like this is just like, but it's just like for some reason you're like, your mind is blown. You're just like, this is like, I feel so connected to this person. Other times, and again, so intuitive, just when you need it, he's throwing you across the room in the greatest (laughs) way possible. And you're just like, oh, well, this is insane, but I'm loving it. This is super fun. (laughs) And he's just like, he knows how to do the Japanese knot thing you just won't shut up about. And... (laughs) And that's it. That's your perfect marriage. My perfect marriage. Did I nail it? You were close. You were close. What would you change? So the beautiful man part was for sure. <laughs> for sure. Write that down. Um, the living in my own place is kind of a joke. Mm. I do like sharing space with the person that I'm with, but I do also think it's super important for each person to have their own little space to retreat to and... That is really hard. Like an office, and, or yeah, an office, or like a writing nook, something. I need that because I, I am a writer, and I cannot write if there's somebody else in the room with me. It makes me crazy. It's not enough just to have a bathroom that you retreat to for 20 minutes to take a number two. No, which you is have a lot, to have your own space. Just like go and be in your own space a bit. That's mm-hmm. like ne- necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like the shared domestic responsibility is so essential. I can't like I love to nurture and I love to give and cook and do all mm. those things but the moment I start to feel like it's expected of me it makes mm. me bananas like I hate that shit so much no 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 I love a man who can cook I think that is excellent um and you know I don't think I would be super happy with someone who went along with everything I said uh I think I do I need to be challenged open, okay open yes for sure I do and, oh, I do have a lot of quirks and mainly to the 
oh, you wanted to put crystals uh, on the windowsill for whatever reason. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, you don't need those things questioned, No, Kat, I really don't. Because there's no value in questioning no, stuff no that's obviously ridiculous. <laughs> or important to me, but thanks. Yeah, you can either way, either way. <laughs> phrase, phrase that however you wish, I guess. Um, but in terms of, like, not arguing and stuff like mm-hmm. that, I know that's an unrealistic expectation. No, no, I mean, and but you'll have, like, proper discussions <laughs> about real things. I, that's, yes. I didn't mention that. What yes. I was talking about, he's very open. My he's woohoo just like, stuff. That's fine. Your what? My woohoo stuff. You, yeah. So, and as, and by the way, you also accept that he has a St. Christopher hanging from his uh, Absolutely. The I'm, window I'm down with car. Jesus. We yeah. could have crosses up in the house. Yeah. I, I mean, welcome the Saint it Christopher is, you know, <laughs> saint, a pretend saint of uh, traveling, like whatever. <laughs> anyway, um... <laughs> Um, the sex thing for sure. You definitely nailed that one. Absolutely. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> um, and then I think this person would also need to have their own passions outside of our relationship Ooh, that they're yeah, really yeah. active in. Good point, good point, good point. Uh, a respect for my entrepreneurial spirit and mm-hmm. how my income is not necessarily so steady. Uh, a rich man. <laughs> a rich man. No, at least someone who's okay with that. And they understand mm. that what I'm doing is like, it has purpose and meaning and I work really hard. I just might not make a huge salary. Mm. Um, and someone who has a strong sense of family and who likes children, obviously. Oh yeah, I forgot about all about that. I have kids. Also someone who's going to be really open and accepting to my very unusual relationship to my exes because we're oh, still all buds and everybody too. hangs that's out. That's true too, yeah. Uh, and then someone who wants to have friends... In our house for dinner and parties, and travel. Oh, interesting. So uh, I feel like you're you. We've you've uh, said you're introverted, but you still want to have little dinner parties. I am. I've become Small, introverted. Intimate. I spent a lot of my life as an extrovert, and I'm really enjoying being more introverted. Is that because of the you're saying that you were an extrovert because of the performance aspect of things? Uh, no, I think I had a real strong need for attention a lot of the time too. Okay, so you would. Go and put yourself in these social situations, yeah. and you felt drawn to that, <clears throat> like a social butterfly. Yeah, yeah. Well, then I'm not convinced. <laughs> like, can you change uh, from extrovert to introvert? No, I think that you can kind of straddle both. That's called an ambivert. I'm an ambivert okay. then. Yeah. All right. I do love my introversion, but I also do like being among people. So they would want to also have that kind of thing happening. Um, what else is it's important? Weird. Fun. I, I want someone who's oh, fun. Oh, fun. Yeah, I forgot fun. This person was really boring in my scenario. <laughs> in my present. scenario, this guy was not fun at all. Okay, no, they, they have to be fun yeah. and present. No, and he he was present, as you could tell, because he was very intuitive. Mm-hmm. So he was there when you needed him, not there when you didn't need him. Yeah. Dinner parties, like hosting them and going to them sounds horrible to me. <laughs> both, <laughs> both those things are just like, stress like I, I'm like well what how does that work they all bring things here and then like set things up in the kitchen and I have to be like night ni- like nice or whatever like I have to and what's my role in this and like how tidy does do things have to be and then the other one is like I have to go somewhere and I have to see other people and then like do I have to bring something because I'm not gonna be good at that and then like what is the conversation going to be like around the table? Like this could be incredibly tedious. And then like we have to eat and like people are watching me eat and I'm watching them eat. I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not going there. I'm not having these. This isn't happening. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. No dinner parties. Don't invite show. me to dinner parties. Do not invite him. For I don't want to go. Can I do you now? You can uh, suggest what. <laughs> I'm going to suggest what your ideal marriage looks like. Okay. Okay. Joel's ideal wife. 
is uh, mild-mannered. Mm-hmm. And she presents really clean and conservative, but she's like a wildcat in the bedroom. Okay. Mm, she has some kind of an artistic pursuit or something she's intensely passionate about because she likes to spend a lot of time focused on that. So she's not constantly around Joel. <laughs> Uh, and he has his own space for all of the things he likes to do. Which She's is a, my whole house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She gets like a small wing of her own where she can create and Joel's stuff is everywhere else. But she's okay with that because she's really into what Joel does. Um, she loves to cook. She's a very good cook because Joel has an amazing kitchen but does not cook anything in it, uh, which I think is a tragedy. So I'm just going to tell Joel that that's his ideal marriage. Um she does not like the spotlight. She does not like to be the center of attention. She's very happy to defer to Joel when Joel wants to be on in a group of people. She has a good sense of humor. She appreciates Joel's humor. Uh, and she is like playful and curious in the bedroom, but pretty happy to stay home and do nothing in the world. Like she doesn't really care to travel too much. She doesn't really want to go out all the time. Uh, she's kind of a homebody. So I'm thinking like maybe she's a potter because then she has to be at home near her studio creating things. Pottery? Pottery. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I'm thinking the only artistic endeavor that matches that yeah. is pottery. Oh, and in terms of family and children. So I think she's made the choice to not have kids. Mm. Uh, she doesn't like animals either because she finds them dirty. Uh, <laughs> she has a distant relationship to her own family where she can tolerate them all at gatherings for right. just enough time you're, to like. Are you make describing me basically? Or my, yeah, <laughs> like that's yeah. not the way. Is that what I did? I, I don't think you're like an opposites attract kind of person. I think you need someone very much who's going to be really attuned to. Well, there you. are those. The, the, what? I mean, are you done? I think so. There are those parts of it that were opposite, just so that I can still have the spotlight. Mm-hmm. So you were just like, no, no, no. Yeah. We can't have somebody that competes with uh, the sense of humor. Yeah. Um, it sounds really good. <laughs> I like, just punched my microphone. I hope that didn't <laughs> register. Sorry. Everything that you described did sound really great. Um, but I'm not sure if the... So like mild-mannered, yes. Sense of humor, yes. But I feel like... I do well with somebody who does banter with me mm. and that you don't always get that from someone who's very um, placid or right. or laid back and, and mellow. So I'm not sure if that person, I feel like I would need to punch that element up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like it's a person that is a little bit fierier than you uh, would suggest now. Okay. And they've got, they they are going to be, you know, giving and taking in a very fun, playful, um, bantery sort of way. But that, yes, yeah, certainly don't have as strong of a personality as I do. Um, and definitely isn't, they're not showmen yeah. the way I am. But they do certainly contribute because okay. I, without that forget it like I'm, I'm not interested I'll just because then it's just me I really don't <laughs> want to exist with just forever. me yeah like I do that enough like I I don't want to be me and then just have like a nothing person with a vagina like that is not my perfect <laughs> person I do still want that extra like something to rub against you need a Gracie what's that reference George Burns and Gracie Allen 
I don't know that I'm suddenly too young. <laughs> and I love it. I'm too young, but I know who George Burns is. I am too old then. But Gracie was what his his one partner, his wife. And he was like, Gracie. He would say, Good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. He'd say, Say good night, Gracie. And, say she, goodnight, and Gracie. she would say, Good night, Gracie. <laughs> yeah, I need a puppet. That's right. <laughs> somebody, somebody I can say, Say this, and they'll say that. No, but, but they not were quite funny this. together. They had a comic duo. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that, that particular duo. Burns and Allen. Search it up. But yeah, so I don't think you got it completely wrong, but I also think you cheated. Because you just described my, <laughs> like, the, the perfect person for you, I, I said, isn't going to be into the woohoo, but they'll still accept it. That's a vastly different person than just saying they're like you, they love incense, you know? But they, <laughs> so that's a totally different thing. Okay. So I think I did better. But anyway, so there you go. Those are, those, those. <laughs> okay, Joel, you win this round then. Huzzah! Um, so question number three. Question number three is how many date nights is the ideal, ideal number each month for a married couple? <laughs> well, same number as the uh, same answer to the cheating question, you know? Yeah. A- ask your significant other. Ask your significant other. How many do they want to go Certainly on? one. Let's say there has to at least be one a month. Well, so we're talking about, um, you know, we taught, we've mentioned complacency in the past, <laughs> and if the answer is both of you agree that there's no reason to go out on dates, then you guys might as well not be together because there's just yeah, there's nothing going sad. on there. So you should like to spend time with people, and I guess we I guess maybe we shouldn't assume that everyone is aware of the idea of a date night. Interesting. Okay, so should we talk about what a date night is? Yeah. So, like a date night would be usually, I think they involve committing a crime. So, like if you get your (laughs) partner together and you guys go break into cars, or the most popular, of course, is dine and dash. Um, Sometimes it might just be some vandalism where you guys do a little heart. Like you do half the heart on the car, she does the other half of the heart. Like it's just a nice thing like that. But sometimes it could just be going out for a meal. Mm-hmm. But it's when somebody's married, they're around each other all the time. When you're okay, so when you're dating, you go on dates because you're dating. I mean, yes. these days sometimes it's not. But everything feels like a date because you're you know you leave your house to go to his house to bang him or like there's an intention to take yeah. time out of what is normal to, to focus on somebody else because you have you don't see each other every single day. But That's then right. when you become you live together or uh, common law or you're in a married relationship, you end up always being around. So you're always having dinner together. You're sleeping together. You're you know so there's yeah. no special moment you take out yeah so date night is just that right carving out that special time just to focus on each other Mm -hmm. so and hopefully be a little romantic Mm, that would be nice so romantic my ideal husband needs to be romantic did i not mention that no you didn't but that's okay i'm just gonna say it that my my love languages are touch and words of affection and gifts affirmation gifts Gifts, yeah. you like those gifts. I like, I, you know, and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure mine are words of affirmation and uh, physical touch and quality time. But I'm not, I'm debating on this words of affirmation thing, but I think I do really, really love it and really, really crave it. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that that's on the top of the list. But um, 
quality time too. Can you have like four love languages? Is that greedy? I take quality time over gifts. Because we're going to like them all. Well, then that's indicative of your love languages. Gifts you just like. Who doesn't like? Actually, I hate gifts. I don't want to receive them and I don't think to give them often. Mm. I'm bad at gifts. Mm. Um, Acts of service, I also sometimes don't really care to receive. These are things that I feel guilty when people do them for yeah. you, you're like, because oh, I'm like, I don't. Why did you want... do all my dishes? I yeah, like, don't yeah. do that. Don't do it for me. I don't want that done for me. Mm-hmm. You know. But the other things, and I think it's because the other things are so much more, except for words of affirmation. But they're so much more mutual. Yeah. Like when you're doing physical touch, both people are going to enjoy that typically. Hopefully. Because <laughs> you're going to touch back. <laughs> yeah. Um, spending time together, both of those people are going to do it together. So. Yeah. That's so it's like a mutual beneficial thing you'd think. The uh words of affirmation, I mean, you can always turn that. That would be a fun date night challenge to see how many of the love languages you could incorporate in your date night. Love language night. Yeah. Uh, that'd be a fun one. Yeah. So that so as you say, date night is that special time yeah, to carve out. So a lot of people don't do that. So this question is people going, how many should we do? I think at least once a month if you mm-hmm. have kids, maybe twice a month if you can spare more time. And date night doesn't mean leave the house night. Not necessarily. It could mean have a movie together on the couch night. Yeah, yeah. You just have to have a night where you take that time. Yeah. And yeah. To focus with intention on the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So how many date nights should you have again? Yes. But if if you're saying none, then I'm so sorry. Um, Your marriage is over. It's (laughs) it's on its way down, baby. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but yeah, I guess you're right. One, but at least one, but yeah, I feel like there should be that more than birthdays that. and stuff. Well, one, one a month can like, <laughs> I feel there should be more than that too, but. And I'm talking about like just at home date nights, like going out maybe is difficult, mm-hmm. especially in this particular social climate, however it looks. At this point. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but. You know, make a make a fun. You know, I'm going to do dinner tonight, or I'm going to make your favorite dinner tonight. And after the kids go to bed, we're going to have dinner. Mm-hmm. Or I have a friend. I heard her husband do that all the time. Uh, Friday nights, in particular, so they get the kids off to bed and they don't eat until like ten o'clock at night, and then they just have time for just the two of them every week. Mm-hmm. They hang out. They have so a glass that's not of wine. hard. No, like, it's that, great, and they're an amazing couple. I think. Yeah, it's something that you have to make a decision, an active decision to do. But I'm sure that once you get into that habit, and this is what we do, you it's not hard. It's not mm-hmm. like oh, this is impossible. How do we ever find that? You it just shouldn't do be it. hard, though. Honestly, yeah. like if you find that you're struggling to make time for your relationship in your schedule, there's something really wrong. Mm-hmm. Because chances are you have time to argue for two hours. No doubt, right? (laughs) Yes. So I guess we don't have a definitive answer. There's not a definitive answer. That was helpful, I'm sure, to some people. That if you are sitting in a relationship and you're like, "Oh, we could be doing dates," well, you're yeah, get on it because um, apparently that's going to save your relationship. It could very well. It'll certainly refresh your connection. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, reignite your spark. Yeah, reinvigorate. Reinvigorate, very nice. <laughs> We're all coming up with words today. Yeah. 
What are your favorite suggestions for quality date nights? Yeah, I guess that's a really good question because, uh, you know, of course the, the criminal activity, but sometimes that some people don't want to commit those crimes. Yeah. Let's go back and forth. You can do one and I'll do one. Okay. So a really good date night. Oh, I'm going to start with something simple. Just going to the movies. Mm-hmm. Checking out the actual theater. Yep. That was it. That's good. Okay. I like it. You were... I haven't been to the movies on a date in a long time, actually. Mm, who goes to the movies? But it's probably still a good idea. It's probably still fun. The popcorn is quality. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it would be, uh, well, this is not necessarily date night. It would be more like a date afternoon, but a, a solid hike. I love hiking. Ooh, a nice hike. That's, that's really fun. Um, I would say a good date would be... Um, because you're with somebody who actually does love animals, but you don't want them in your house. So just to go to a dog park or somewhere where there's animals so that she can appreciate the animal, animals and like pet the dogs and maybe even feel like she has dogs. And if you ask really nicely, they might let you walk the dog for a little bit. Those types of things, uh, day dates. But, and by the way, day date. Day dates. Day dates are entirely possible. You know what else is super fun to do, particularly where we live in the world? Mm -hmm. During the off season, um, if you go to like any of the Falls View hotels, Mm -hmm. you can get cheap, cheap rates for the rooms with the jacuzzis in it. So you could just book a hotel room for a night. Heart-shaped jacuzzis. I wrote a song about that. Get a Falls View room. Overlook the falls during the wintertime. That's a super fun day. Very romantic. And, uh, you know, another really good good date would be um what i would like to do is i would say hey babe why don't we go out and you'll be the model and i'm gonna do photos of you and we'll do a little photo is that fun for girls i think so yeah. like i would like i've enjoyed i've that. had a, like a girlfriend that was not keen on that she like some people are not gonna like to get their photo taken maybe she didn't think she was that attractive but right. Um, I think that's a way to make someone feel beautiful because you're just like, I want you to be my model. I want you to, uh, so let's go out. And it's almost like a bit of a walk, hike, photo shoot, you know, sort of, and to me it's nice because it's creative. Yeah. And you're doing something together, you're making something and that, that, you know, it's not for everyone. No. But that would be a date that I would enjoy. Yeah. Board game cafes. That's super fun too. Mm Mm-hmm. Might be bored in the title, but it's not bored (laughs) in the thing. If you like games. Yeah. Um, who doesn't like games? <laughs> who doesn't like games? Do you are you one of those people who organized like games? fun? Yeah, um, I w- don't. That's not something that I uh, go out of my way to do. Boggles mm. fun. <laughs> don't don't. What about Crokinole? Crokinole, yeah, it's barely a game. Um, yeah, Crokinole is fun, but you end up hurting your fingernail. Mm. Um, I don't do not try to play Monopoly with me. Forget it risk too long too long too i agree with yeah, both of those these are just you do not have the attention games. span yeah. i don't care long such enough. a waste of time i'm also not competitive at all when yeah. it comes to stuff like that so i'm like it's I'm like what done. are you what are you competitive about everything board games it's like i don't i'll play a board game but don't expect me to want to win no i don't, I care. don't care i just i enjoy the communal activity and that being the said camaraderie. i can yell and freak out like i do i will sometimes get, get into, into the, the spirit of things yeah i yeah. will get into the the uh, drama the storyline but at the end of the day i don't care at all no you're um, not gonna throw the table over in outrage no like scrabble is moderately fun it's just like <clears throat> i don't know i, I it, it seems like it's fine 
Um, that was a board game cafe uh, idea you had. Do we have two more? One, e- one more each. Um, you know what I would think of as a great date idea, but I mean, you can't do it all the time, but that would be to go out and to buy plants or to go plant shopping or maybe the dirt you need for your plant, but just to enjoy uh, a little bit of plant life. And but does that does that seem like a chore? Some people will go and buy like plants for outside. I think if you have someone in your life who loves plants, I feel that like that's would be, a date. It could but be, it a, could date. be a just a. My parents do that every year. It's right, like they'll an go out for the plant shopping little date. I feel like that's a date. Yeah. Um, okay, so mine is go and try a cuisine that you've never had before. Mm. Mm-hmm. Experience new food together. Some Ethiopian food. I Ethiopian food is so sexy to eat with somebody. Because you do it with your hands, yeah, your I love fingers. It. And it's also delicious. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. I don't know if it's sexy per se. I think so. Get get in it, get messy, touch it, put it all over your fingers. Yeah. 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 You can do that with anything. You can eat spaghetti <laughs> with your fingers if you think that's so hot. Just twirl <laughs> the noodles on your <laughs> finger. <laughs> just suck it off your finger. Twirl your noodles and have her suck it off your finger. Do it back and forth. Mm. <laughs> also, short form for noodles is nudes. So that is uh, also very Want sexy. some nudes and yeah. sauce? Mm-hmm. Now I'm hungry. So enjoy uh, enjoy those hot date ideas. and uh, <laughs> Plant shopping and board games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so hot. Eating with your fingers. Mm. And uh, we'll be back next week next monday for another episode of i do and i don't uh brought to you remotely as cat is locked in her house and i'm locked in my house <laughs> i wonder by this week if there's anything going on with this uh, corona but we can still we could record these remotely we could we yeah, will carry like on FaceTime. no matter what happens mm-hmm. um please everyone uh enjoy uh your week And uh, as we always say here at uh, I Do and I Don't Show, wash your hands.